0: welcome to the Free Mind Podcast. We got kind of a unique episode for you guys this week, a throwback, if you will. I did want to say, like, I noticed that on the audio downloads for this last episode on Christian Nationals, and they're actually quite a bit lower than normal, which is weird. They were high on YouTube and Rumble, so maybe you guys went and watched it. But if you're listening to this and you didn't get to hear that yet, I would just highly encourage you. When you get a chance to go back and listen, um, the title might not interest you, but it was is actually one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done. Uh, it was a pretty intense debate between Neil Shinby and William Wolfe on Christian nationalism and should that be is that something we should you know subscribe to as Christians? And I think it's a it's a worthwhile conversation. I think you'll find it engaging, and I do believe you'll learn a lot. And it'll give us kind of a starting point. I want to do. I don't know if it's like a separate series but i do want to build off of that and and really try to craft a a or work toward crafting a biblical model on something positive that we can work toward in the in the christian world you know not just kind of you know shouting at all the negative stuff but in addition to like the defensive side and uh, what's the offense like what where we go from here what do we what do we put in place of it and that requires like really thinking through the theology of, of civil government and cultural engagement, and I think this will be a great starting point for those conversations. So just check that out when you get a chance. Um, and, and send me, you know, I, I, I do really like to to hear from you guys, to know, you know, how stuff is hitting you, uh, to know what are the questions that come up in your minds it just helps us to more effectively guide the, the the next conversation. So, what I wanted to do for this week's episode, we have been so busy, y'all. It's like we are on week eight of our eight-week class. And so, if you've taken those kinds of classes before, we're Nerv and I were each in separate classes, I'm studying the fun topic of evil, suffering, and hell. It's been <laughs> pretty heavy um but anyways like week eight's when all your big papers are due and everything just comes to a head so doing that as well as i'm trying to like uh i have to coat these floors in the in our house that we're renovating i have to put all this these polyurethane uh fire code stuff on the floor so we're uh, we're just in the midst of so much craziness that i haven't been able to stop and like and, and do a full-on episode i want to do a follow-up to that debate actually and kind of analyze that and and go on from there um but then i saw all this like you know the stuff with the january 6 footage was coming out the kevin mccarthy you know tapes that he gave tucker carlson and he's putting them out and he's kind of challenging the mainstream narrative and then uh, you know people are going nuts so um i thought you know okay i can't do a full episode but what what might be interesting is um if you've been with listening for over two years, you already know this, but if you're, if you're newer to the podcast, you may not, but Nerva and I actually went to the Capitol, um, for the January 6th, uh, I don't know, whatever you, it, it definitely wasn't an insurrection, <laughs> but the January 6th event where, where Trump spoke, walked down to the Capitol, all that kind of good stuff. Um, and we recorded a podcast on January 9th of 2021. Uh, Just kind of recounting our experiences, stuff we learned, um, what we felt while we were there, what we discovered, you know, quickly thereafter and all that. So I think that um, it would be kind of like one of those streaming shows where you're about to watch an episode and they do. Here's the quick recap. So what I want to do next week is, is follow up a little bit and talk a little bit more about some of this footage that's coming out and, and how kind of like the normies are, are waking up to the propaganda that surrounds that event. Um, but I think it would be worthwhile to, to jump back in time, so to speak, and, and check out this episode. And and hopefully it'll be uh, interesting to you guys. And Yeah, there you go. Fast forward uh, a few weeks, and uh, we were in Hawaii visiting Nervous Brother for the New Year's, and um, we just felt compelled, like, man, you know, we saw that thing for the March coming up on the 6th, and felt like we thought we should be there, so we decided to do the crazy thing of the day before. Last minute, kind Last of. Last minute, we, we found this red eye where we could use miles and fly all the way from hawaii to to... Uh, <laughs> Philadelphia, get a rental car, drive three hours. And
1: I forgot how hard red eye flights are. Yes. On the body. It's just rough. Anywho.
0: I do not recommend it. Um so we <laughs> unless did,
1: you're a great sleeper, if you could really sink yeah, into that man. chair
0: overnight. Yeah, it just it it was it was crazy. So we did that. I think it was it wasn't too bad. It was like no. a total fourteen hour trip. We, and we flew did from, get
1: an exit row, so that helped. Did get that an, an exit awesome. row.
0: Flew from Honolulu to Dallas, to Dallas, Dallas to, to Philly. Philly. Got our car, tours, yeah. hit traffic. It was like three and a half hours, got in there. but And we want to tell you guys just a little bit about our experience because, you know, if you've been following us for any time at all, you know we've been talking about just the, the... I guess further they've they've moved further and further into propaganda even in the past year than they were in 2016 the mainstream media. Oh yeah. And the big tech censorship if you know if you're listening to this you already see the craziness that's going on this weekend. So we wanted to give you a firsthand eyewitness perspective. Mm-hmm. What was it like January 6th at the Capitol? Before we hop into that though, let me just remind you about um, Impact360 impact360.org. It's a great time right now. Many of our uh, schools are closed, probably shouldn't be, um, but they're still closed. And uh, so you have your your kids at home um, with or without kids. Though, I highly recommend yes. these um, classes on Impact 360 because I think any adult, man, even though they might be geared for high school and college students, I think anybody would, is going to learn a ton from these. So check out those courses on there. I think there's four of them, Resurrection, Worldview. Uh, truth, uh, I forget the what the fourth one is, but put "free mind" in the coupon code, and they'll give you twenty five dollars off. Take your whole family through it; you will you know? not be you will not <laughs> so be scared. You'll learn something. anything
1: much. that involves a real education rather than indoctrination. You will exactly. find that impact three hundred and sixty. Yeah, man, sure. so
0: do it. This is the point. I wish we were being sponsored by like some flashlight company or into um, <laughs> the world kit because <laughs> I'd, oh. I'd, I'd, I'd be able to give that. A lot of the guys I've been listening to lately, they do these kind of infomercials and they have like, here's your end of the world kit. We can right. see you for 50 bucks, but um, <laughs> you may need that the next two weeks, but we're hoping not. Right.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, you need both. I'm exactly. <laughs>
0: exactly. And so um, anyway, okay. so
1: we,
0: yes. So I'm just let's just talk a little bit about what our experience was like. So first of all, we pull in. Um, we, we had to stop at target, which I don't like supporting them right now anyways, but it was like the only thing off the highway to get clothes to warmer clothes. Cause we were coming from Hawaii and it looked like it was going to be kind of cold the next day, but it said sunny on the yeah, weather app. So we were like, did. well, let's pick up a little bit of stuff. So we stopped there,
1: get some layers,
0: some layers, so you know, some cheap, cheap, yeah. Warm clothes. So we pull into the DC area and we're cut off by these, like these cops that are zooming through.
1: Yeah, it was really weird. Right. So it was interesting. It was like two white school buses with tinted windows Yep, and you could see persons on the bus, but um, it was dark. So we were like, that's interesting. Who's that being zoomed across the highway at this hour? I just looked at it. I said, hmm, that just looks very interesting. And we had yeah, no information escorted
0: With lights and yep. sirens and everything. So just right through the highway. So I still, it, you know, just an interesting data point. We don't really know sure. what that was, but mm-hmm. it was it was a bit interesting. So we had heard rumors, too, that um, Antifa was going to be there the next day. Um, I think even my dad was telling me he had heard that they were going to be wearing trump um paraphernalia yeah. but have maybe Blending their hats in. backwards or sure. something like that and you know there were kind of rumors floating around so we wondered when we saw those buses i was like yes i wonder if you know i wonder if that's them and Mr. i still don't know uh, you said you, you might have it might have looked like they had dark clothes on but we couldn't tell for it sure it
1: was dark but i don't i won't say for sure yeah yeah
0: for sure we don't we don't really know for sure either way but anyways we finally get to the room just dog tired it's hard to go to sleep just cuz man there's just it's in the air you can feel it mm-hmm. you know you feel it in the air there we we found a, a hotel thankfully in DC right there in Navy Yard 2 mile a 2 mile walk from where everything was going to be and um so we do it we get up the next morning we plan on getting up really early but I think we ended up sleeping a little bit longer till about yeah, 9.
1: We didn't uh, sleep well at all. Yeah, I, I think didn't sleep it was all too much well anticipation excitement travel we were sore yeah we won't say the name of the hotel but the beds weren't <laughs> the best yes, Sloping into all the good center. we're trying to say we save don't that mean money, to complain we're just saying yen. yeah
0: but uh but yeah we get up get the up. next day just tired and walk outside and it is not sunny at all and i'm like oh this it's is gonna be a frigid day. frigid
1: you cross building and the wind cuts you like Chicago, Michigan Avenue. It was like that kind of cold. Yeah, man. But we were excited to be there. We wanted to be there, and mind you, we decided to go because we we felt like there would be an unveiling of something historical. We wanted to show our support. We wanted to pray. We wanted to, you know, get down to the bottom of what would be the unveiling of proof of fraud of the election. So that's what yeah, we're and
0: and so you know many people have been it, this has just been such a long yes. arduous process and for those of us who have been engaged in the battle man it's like it's been wearisome it's been yeah it's felt like disappointment after disappointment sure You thought it was going to be this path, and you thought it was going to be this path. But the whole time, trying to keep your ultimate trust in God. There you go. And I like how Dutch Sheets was saying, you know, for him, he was saying he never had his heart set on one particular path. He said, God can do it any way he wants. Ultimately, I'm, I'm, you know, just looking for his hand and him to even do a miracle of something we completely didn't expect but you know, as you're as you're wrestling through this and warring through it, you're looking at the different paths and you're sure. praying into each one of them, saying, "Lord, let it go through here, let it happen through here," mm-hmm. and you're paying attention, you know, to the evidence. And and you know, if you've read through the evidence, I think Sidney Powell put out a 270 page um, booklet or a PDF. You can get it online on I think it's crackingwood.com or uh, DefendingTheRepublic.com or .org, I can't remember, but. Um, you can find her two seventy page. It's it's there. Uh, the, there's the testimony Navarro of report.
1: witnesses of people who serve, people yeah. who saw things, and this witness testimony after testimony. There's videos floating around, and at this point, if you say there's no fraud at all. You probably don't want to see any evidence, right. I would say, at this point.
0: And so, you know, the the mainstream media narrative has been, well, no, there, there can't be fraud. All the court cases have been dismissed. There's like 60-something court sure. cases. They've all been dismissed. Even Bill Barr says there's no fraud that mm-hmm. was outcome determinative. So, you know, this is just another crazy scam of Connor's Trump. That's sort of the mainstream media narrative. Um, but the fact is, none of those court cases—in none of them—did the judges even hear the evidence. They dismissed them on technicalities and standing, because no, really, nobody wanted to handle that hot potato, even if they weren't against Trump. But the one, but many of the judges, in fact, were against Trump. They, Obama appointees, but like I said, even some of them. Who were appointed by Trump didn't want to handle that, and then we saw the corruption all the way up through the Supreme Court with Chief uh, J- Justice John Roberts, and Lynn Wood had been peppering him for weeks. We're going to see where all that goes, but. You know, it's it's just man, this has exposed so much. It, the, we saw the fraud, the old school ways. We talked about this before, the 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 ballot harvesting, the mm-hmm. you know the dead people voting, the all the ways of rerunning ballots through the system. But then the, I think the new thing we discovered this time was the the computer systems, Dominion, yeah. the Hammer Scorecard, the um, Smartmatic, all these kinds of ways that they could manipulate it even with the weight they give to the votes on the front end. But then we were told that, you know, so many people showed up and voted for Trump that it threw, that it kind of defeated the algorithm. So they had to stop everything and add in more votes. We're finding out now that this happened in Italy specifically. Um, So, you know, that that's just breaking this week that that they're having that they're actually finding now instead of just initially it was like mathematicians could look at it and they knew they were like, this is irregular mathematically. This is impossible. You can't have, you know, 170,000 votes come in for one candidate like that. It just does. It's impossible mathematically. But they didn't necessarily know, okay, who did this and be able to point to the person that did it. Well, this Italy piece seems to be providing that piece, kind yeah. of There's evidence. This written affidavit of, right, of the this guy, guy confessing and to owning to. actually two. having done it, yeah. yeah. So, you know, we'll see where that goes. Um, but what I thought going into this was Trump had, had talked about there being a massive unveiling of evidence. Yes. So when we were, were were out there in the freezing cold waiting Frigid. for
1: this. Frigid. It was ice Cold. Miserable, Praying, quite.
0: Yes, as a last ditch effort. Like man, is is Pence so let me let me give you this little sure, side note ahead. too going into it. Um, you know, we've been big fans of Pence. Um we started hearing the rumblings uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago. Different people were coming out with these charges on Twitter, online, different things that saying. And that he was a traitor. I'm just going to state it because I don't I, I can't verify any of this stuff at this point. Um, but people were accusing him of child pedophilia. They're accusing him of being a traitor. There were interesting emails coming out that did seem to have some um, substance to him about him colluding with Rod Rosenstein. Uh, back in 2016 to get Trump out. I'm just all kind of crazy stuff. And, you know, you were like, well, do I take this seriously? Do I not? Then even Lynn Wood, the yes. the defamation lawyer from Georgia who has been, you know, working with Sidney Powell on a lot of this stuff. He's defended some of the people in those high profile cases, Nick Sandman and then mm-hmm. the, the kid from Kenosha, I forget his name um he understands defamation law very well so he you know you would find it strange if he was accusing people of something that he couldn't back up and in fact he was saying he would never do that because he understands that part of the yeah. law so well so he even starts coming out and saying you no know, pence is a traitor he's not going to do what he needs to do for the country he's going to betray everyone then you had another group who's saying no 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 pence is trustworthy um, you know he's he is a good Christian. I right followed yeah. him throughout his years. He will do the right thing. And when you look back at even Pence's speeches, it was because cr- he was saying this whole time we must have our day in court. There was voter fraud, and we're going to hear it out and all this stuff. He seems so strong, mm-hmm. and I so I was just taking the position that you know what, let's just see what happens. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because um, I, I I just I. To believe those kind of accusations, I needed more proof than what we had at the time. And I said, I'm going to see this out, see what happens. The truth of it is, if you've... We have been listening to a bunch of people that have knowledge about the Constitution going into this. They were saying he does have the power. He clearly has the power to throw out um, the electoral votes from all of those contested states. And even a constitutional lawyer, um, one of the, I I think... uh, kind of highest level people in the, in the whole nation, the the scholars of the constitution wrote a letter to Pence telling him that he had that power and here's how he could do it and all that kind of stuff. And so we didn't know what Pence was going to do because he never made a clear statement going into it. So we're out there in the freezing cold waiting to hear Trump. He shows up an hour late. There's just like nothing going on.
1: If you want to grow in your confidence and knowing what you believe and why you believe it, if you want to ground your faith in biblical Christianity and step into who God has called you to be, I want to tell you about a great program put on by Impact 360, and it's called Propel. Propel is a one-week transformational leadership and discipleship experience where high school students gather together to be grounded in a biblical worldview as they learn how to follow Jesus, have a godly influence, learn how to disciple their peers, and boldly live out their faith in their daily lives. So they're having two sessions this summer. The first one is June 19th through the 25th, and the second one is June 26th through July 2nd. These programs fill up really quickly, and I promise you, you will not be disappointed. So we'll put the link below if you're interested in looking into it, and we'll see you this summer. And Trump also stated, Pence needs to do the right thing. He probably won't, but he should do the right thing. And I was like, what a comment to make about your own vice president. And I thought that was so interesting. I was like, what is going on? (laughs) What is going on behind the scenes? It's almost as if Trump knew that Pence would just kind of
0: yeah the, well you you pointed that out when we were standing there you were like what do you mean like i hope pence does the right thing doesn't he know what pence is gonna do and that's what right. i would have thought too like don't they i would have thought they would have been in meetings for weeks planning this thing out they must not have been in
1: communication i don't i couldn't it just didn't make sense it, to me
0: yeah it just something's weird about that and mm-hmm. i still don't know you know at this point honestly i, I feel like it's five-dimensional or string theory chess sure. and i i you know <laughs> I don't know what to make of of a lot of it, but in that moment, I think we both thought, well, that's kind of weird. Like he should know exactly what he's going to do. They should have this plan.
1: That they would be on one accord concerning the fraud voting that they are, that they weren't, I thought was very um, eye opening.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Strange. Either way. So
0: just to give a little more context there, when we got out there, um, you couldn't make any calls. Like there was no internet service,
1: no cell service. I mean, once you got close to the area, anywhere near the monument or the Capitol building, none. I mean, not even a little bit. It was as if. And also, you know, there was talk about the mayor shutting everything down. There were no restaurants open. You
0: couldn't find a restaurant, a, a restroom.
1: There were no porta potties except from one little section. It's yeah. like hundreds of thousands of people out there. I don't know the exact the latest, figure.
0: The latest estimate I saw was five, about 500,000. Okay. It could have been anywhere from, I don't know, 200 to 500,000. you 000. were
1: freezing. You were hard-pressed to find a restroom anywhere. Couldn't it's find it if anywhere. They totally, purposely did not prepare for us coming or prepared the way they wanted to for the arrival of yeah, hundreds so th- of thousands of
0: people, and and, and sure. so we got there, and we were we found out you know Haste was there too, the the guy we call the Mountain Prophet, and um you know we we were trying to connect with him, and mm-hmm. we couldn't like we were trying to call him, he couldn't call us, we were trying to text, text. him, we couldn't no, text him, there was him. nothing, but we were just man, we no. were like we got to find, so thankfully we found him last minute by yeah, the uh, Washington cool. Monument. We met up with him, and he was kind of giving us some insight on stuff he was hearing about as well. But he was telling us that stuff about the mayor. They they intentionally tried to make it tough on people to come. They were calling hotels and telling them to tell people they were booked. They shut down restaurants. They didn't allow for restrooms. So it was just a really tough situation. You had people leaving even because I think Hayes, uh, some of his family actually left because they were just like, man, we got to use a restroom. We can't stay out here. It's too yeah. cold. So. I think that probably happened a good bit but what was your experience of the people out there What
1: the vibe where we were standing mind you there's a sea of people but where we were standing it felt very patriotic people were excited to be there but it was like y'all it, it the temperature said 40 but it felt like 15 for some reason but we were just expecting it was it felt like um people were um, on one accord, there was a unity, there was an excitement, you had your posters, you had your paraphernalia, you had people chanting, people just kind of waiting around to see this unveiling of final proof that this is what it this is what Trump has been holding, the trump card, so to speak, that he was going to play it today. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like that. Yeah. But um, a lot of I thought, yeah, a lot, lot of, of anticipation. The music was playing, you know, the YMCA song was going on and all that. And I think people were just excited to be there. They had traveled from close, from afar. You could start a conversation with someone and one was from Chicago, the other was from Minnesota, Florida, from all over. So I think it was a, a really cool vibe where we were. Yeah.
0: And, you know, one of the one of the tropes that they've used over and over again for the MAGA crowd or Trump supporters or whatever is these kind of racist, you know, backwards people. How did you feel just being in that context? Did you feel like...
1: How did I feel? You know, I just felt um, that everyone that was there was proud to be an American, not to sound cliche, but people were there to support, to... Um, to pray that the that what should happen would happen that that Pete, that the lawmakers would abide by the constitution and that um just to to show their support for Trump and to show their support for America preserving the constitution and hopefully hoping that that um the senators and everyone would vote correctly i think that was the excitement yeah, that was the anticipation sure. yeah. but i didn't feel I didn't, I didn't in any way feel, um,
0: I mean, I... You didn't get a racist vibe? No, or, not
1: yeah. at all. You know, it, I don't think it was exactly half and half, percentage-wise, blacks and whites either. No, but, but there was some minorities there. were some minorities there. There were sure. quite a few. And I think I saw quite a few Asians with posters that said, yes. we we are against the CCP. Let's Con- stop yep. the, CCP. the
0: Communist Chinese Party. Yep. You know,
1: you saw a lot of that. You saw a lot of... Um, Stop the steal!
0: We talked to it. We met a Hispanic dude from Lakeland, which was crazy.
1: Exactly. Catholic. Lakeland, um, Florida.
0: Yeah, that was wild. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, they were all. I don't know. It just felt. It felt like a great environment in that way. So we we wait for like an hour. Finally, he comes up there, and everybody's just kind of like waiting to hear what's this bombshell. So he starts the speech and it really to be honest is just kind of lackluster. It it's yeah, stuff it we've heard good. a million times. It wasn't
1: awful, it was just the kind of the yeah, same. Yeah,
0: nothing like, new. You could tell it's like, was "Oh, like, he's going hmm. through the same stuff we've been hearing we've about for the before. last 5 we've heard weeks." This. <laughs> and I think everybody felt like that. You could hear kind of rumblings in the crowd like, "Man, we've heard this, man. We'll give us something, you know, mm-hmm. you know. I I think you're just waiting like we need something to move, something to happen." Yeah. And, um, you know, he, I think we were there for about 30, 40 minutes and it, it became apparent that he wasn't, if he had information, it was, he wasn't going to drop it. No. And so we just, we needed to go warm up and look for rest. Room. So we bounced and found, we thankfully st- found a Starbucks, like a mile and a half from there. Walking in the cut. there, not
1: believing it would be open. Right. Behold, it was open and we were yes. so grateful. Get to the door and they're like, well, we're at capacity and it's like
0: yeah, 10 man. people inside.
1: But we finally got in,
0: finally got in, finally got a little warm, Mm -hmm. use the restroom. You could have service out there. And we're, you know, we're still trying to figure out we, we, there were talks of like that they had intentionally scrambled the cell service in that area. Um, We don't know. It was just the amount of people. Was it scramble? Who's to say, but um, you know, it was just wild, but we finally got away we started walking back. Yeah. Um, this the speech was over. We hit. We had heard him say, "Okay, we're gonna after the speech, we're gonna go over there, we're gonna head to the Capitol, and we're gonna do a you know." He, and he specifically said it. We're gonna have a peaceful protest.
1: Yeah, at the Capitol. Yeah.
0: And um, you know, we were like, okay, cool. You know, let's you know, let's do it. So. We head on back from Starbucks. We find the people are walking toward there. We actually meet up. This guy we've been following on YouTube for the last little bit, who you could check out. I think it's First Ministry Watch. But if you type in YouTube, Professor Toto, T-O-T-O, he's a Mississippi preacher who knows a lot about the Constitution. Just on the Constitution. Yeah, teaches on. Makes it really fun. Makes it really fun. So he he said he was going to have a crew there. We found him. We took a picture with him. He was praying. We were praying with him. Mm -hmm. But, you know, as we were walking up there, it was really interesting. People were singing worship songs. You had this guy out in the middle leading with his acoustic. You had people singing, like, patriotic songs off to the the right. People were excited. They were walking up. But right about then... It's when all of a sudden this public uh, note from Pence drops. Mm, that's right. And we saw it just a minute before that, and then we started hearing people talk about it, and it was Pence basically saying he wasn't going to challenge yeah. the um, certified results from those seven states, and that he, he was saying he didn't have the power constitutionally to do that. So you, could, you heard some rumblings of that in the crowd, like people were really disappointed, I think, at that point. And we got up to the front, and people like for some reason the the um the cell service was really bad again um in that area. But I somehow got a call from a friend through and they were saying, Hey man, are you guys all right? I'm I'm seeing this stuff on the right. news like it's crazy, like all this stuff's going down. We're and we're right there looking at it. we're like What's going down? What is What's it? going like it's chill here, like nothing's nothing's happening. I didn't even know what he's talking about. So we decided to move up closer so we got to the front of the Capitol steps and we're looking around and you know we see people kind of pushing up on the steps they're waving flags Engine and forward yeah yeah moving forward and all of a sudden we start seeing like tear gas but it's even that it felt chill right it almost felt like it didn't
1: feel chaotic it uh-uh. didn't feel like it was a, a riot at all it just felt like we don't want these people on the steps so we're going to throw some tear gas right That's what it looked like. And it was like once
0: every three minutes they'd toss one. Yeah. And then nothing. People would come out and then someone would have like teary eyes and then later on they'd just walk back up and it was like that. So it felt super chill, like, um and we were just thinking, Okay, what why are we here? Like it felt what's the point?
1: It felt like, okay, um, are we just gonna stand here until they vote and then this, this amount, this many amount of people were supposed to be add pressure to the event. I'm not sure. Yeah. We were just at that point, like, I guess we just went.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it was cool. Like, you know, they started doing some chants. They right. were like chanting USA and, you know, stop the still. And, um, you even had some people like they climbed up on those bleachers. They were kind of stomping on it. And I was like, well, maybe they're making noise to try to say, Hey, um, do the right thing. Or, you know, you didn't know what was really happening.
1: But then I did notice one guy with a megaphone yep. walking around saying, hey, we should all run up there and bum rush the building. And and, and no one moved. We all looked at him like, right. bum, rush, bum rush the building and then what? Right. To what purpose? To what aim? It just didn't seem right. It didn't right. feel right. Another lady said, hey, we need people to go stand on that side of the building. And we even all looked at her like, what what what's your point yeah she Why? was like in
0: a panic telling yeah. us to go over because yeah
1: so things started getting a little antsy and people you could tell i looking back i wonder if those were the antifa people just kind of blending in but just trying to stir the crowd to be right anarchist there were or a couple whatever.
0: yeah there were a couple guys up front with megaphones like she was saying and the guy behind us was like he was really just, it just really had a different vibe altogether. Yeah. together. But he, he was, was really
1: snarky, just kind of mocking. And, yeah,
0: mocking, like saying, you know, you're not a man if you don't get up there and yeah, rush in and, and all this kind of cowards stuff. And
1: and, things. And, and, so, and
0: and then the guy up on the bleachers as well was was really
1: like, get up here. Yeah,
0: and, just right trying to stir people. But it was packed
1: off. up there. There was no room, and we were all just kind of waiting and yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah. Um, at that point, I think things. Might and then, have well, gotten,
0: yeah. yeah, and then we saw like. The, the, I think it was around three o'clock or something. We had heard there was a breach. Like somebody said yeah. there was a breach. And, and I think that's inside. why that lady came up to us was like, go around back. Cause they were wanting people to stop. They, they, they found out or somebody was informed that for sure it had been infiltrated by pe- other people.
1: But you couldn't really tell. You couldn't tell we who standing. was who. All you saw was a big crowd up there on the steps.
0: Yeah. And so we didn't know what they were talking about. Like, nobody's coming in from the front. What are you talking about? And then she was saying, we'll go to the back. We got to go to the back and stop them from getting in or something like that. And we didn't know what she was talking about. Then we, we saw this guy starting to get into it with another guy right near us. He was calling this guy out for having weapons. He was like, Hey, we don't do that. What, you know, and the guy looked at him and he said, well, I got a Trump hat on. What are you talking about? Yeah. And that just stood out weird to me. Cause it felt like somebody who was pretending, and the fact that he had weapons and their voices were starting to escalate. So at that point, it was um, I think about three three thirty. I told Nerva, I was like, you know what? Let's yeah, just, uh, just get out safe. of here just to be safe. Um, so we left, and so
1: and right at that time, there was a, an emergency alert that said six o'clock yes, curfew. I forgot about that on our phones. Yeah. And so they, at that point, I said, okay, let's just get a little bit tense. Yep. Not you know. Compared to what we've seen and what the media has called a peaceful protest this would have been a calm mild sedate (laughs) protest you know from our vantage point looking forward but there was tear gas i did see uh quite a few um people kind of in tears like yeah we just got tear gas and i said well why you know
0: but (laughs) right none of it like it all felt weird and fishy and It started aimless. out great. Yeah, yeah. It
1: started out really awesome, really great, really unified. And then you started seeing people taking the leadership into their own hands, trying to stir the crowd to do just more rambunctious things that we were willing to do. And at that point, I said, yeah, I'm glad you said that. We, it was good to go. Yeah. Just yeah. to be on and the safe so- side.
0: Yeah, I think we ended up leaving, like, about two and a half hours before the National Guard came in and started, you know, moving everybody out completely. Um, And so, you know, here's sort of the the quick version of the mainstream media narrative is Trump is completely unhinged, you know, his, his back's against the wall. So he comes out there and he stirs up this crowd into a just a lather, and they rush the Capitol. They storm the Capitol, mm-hmm. and they come in with violent rage. And there's, you know, these racist, crazy Confederate flag wearing people are in there, and they had to rush the poor senators and Congress people into these doors and, and stay in there for four hours or whatever. I just, you know, as someone who was there, we can we can both vouch and say it was absolutely nothing like that. Absolutely nothing like no, that. For sure. And this is another example where we have seen firsthand the absolute distortion of the case from the mainstream media. And, you know, what's funny is they did all during the BLM riots and all that kind of stuff, they would have buildings on fire behind them and they'd be the, the tagline would be, would say mostly peaceful protest underneath (laughs) it. And then this one, which actually was a mostly peaceful protest, they hyped it up like it was some kind of major insurrection. I saw the word insurrection being used (laughs) a lie, which I was... And I will say
1: this, I, we are both heartbroken over that lady's death who got shot. And, um, that's just, just terrible, terrible news. Our, our prayers go out to her family and that shouldn't have happened. And, um, my thought was, I, you know, I don't know if you've ever visited a government building and I'm sure a lot of you have, but, um, when Seth and I, a couple times we, or maybe just once. You've been more than me, but when I visited the White House, I mean, there's a background check. There's, um, you have to, you have to reserve a, a spot. You're not gonna walk in there. You're not, you're not gonna even get close. If you step foot across the, the barricade at the White House, you might, you'll get shot. I mean, there are guards standing there, so. On a day like the sixth, where they know they're going to have hundreds of thousands of people coming, how does that happen? How do they breach? And then I don't know if you've seen the video. Well, yeah, and don't say that yet because
0: I no, 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 that's good though. I love what you said there because I think you're exactly right. With the White House, you're not getting anywhere near. In no way, people that have been to the Capitol building on average day say the same thing. Like there's just it's not it's not like happening. (laughs) It ain't happening. (laughs) Yeah, and so there's just. There was just lots of fishy stuff like that to us that was like, okay, this is, um, something's off here. So,
1: Also, um, I heard that the chief of police resigned. The chief of police in that area resigned. He uh, was sent home, and he heard about the riot, so he showed up again. He drove back to the place and was told the services weren't needed. And I'm sure he's like, what do you mean? There's all this chaos going on on the news about the building being breached. And so that's just interesting things to process when you think about it. How could they have not prepared? Um, So it just seems a little bit sinister, a little bit sketchy in my opinion, because my experience walking into the White House, it took me almost an hour and a half to get clearance. Even though I was clear, they double checked. It's all good. I made it inside. But you're not walking in there. There's no way possible yeah you will make make it inside not without being escorted or walked in the building, so I mean for it to be breached, the capitol building they're all inside they're yeah. having a meeting the president was there, the senators all the all of the folks are in there, and I just think that's very, very interesting
0: yeah, it's very interesting, and you know even the way they were up on the steps and going up like um there were barely any police up there and they were super chill. Like there was nothing. I don't know. It just felt, it felt like, you
1: know, when something's off, if that same thing were to happen on a random day, unexpected, yeah. no one would have made it anywhere close inside. Yeah. And that's my surmising. I think. You yeah, know? man. Yeah. But so the so this
0: is what comes out of it later on. Um, I think the next day we start seeing actual videos from, you know particular parts that start to make sense of the the initial gut feeling we had and Ner- nervo was about to mention one of those data points but one of them that people have had on video was that in near the back of the Capitol, the side of the Capitol, and i can't remember if it's about one o'clock or two o'clock but basically the police moved out of the way they moved the barricade out and they just let people through mm-hmm. so all these people come through and then a couple guys get up there and they start beating the glass they start breaking mm. the glass and people are even saying antifa antifa on the video they're saying antifa antifa mm. and you know i don't know how many of the people that were there for the protest were who were actually you know the patriots quote unquote or how many were antifa but a bunch of people probably foolishly rushed in after that and sure went into the Capitol, whether it's just for zeal. They weren't like running in with weapons. You know, it wasn't like,
1: you know, pull them out and sure. string them
0: up moment. But it looked like, oh, man, we're running the capital. This is cool. Let's go in here and make our voices heard. Who knows? But um, it, it turns out that a, a, a couple of the guys that were leading that charge and sort of inciting everybody to run in there were definitely Antifa BLM mm-hmm. activists that were paid. I think one of these guys name was John Sullivan. Um, that's coming out. He, he's trying to say he was just there to observe and and get to know the Trump supporters better, but they have him on video saying, come on, let's go. Also the guy with the the horns or whatever. I I think we saw those guys too, with the painted faces walk through. It's really interesting. They had a vibe for sure, but he had been one that's a George Soros funded guy that's been part of these riots and he was inciting it. He had taken a picture, I think with was it Nancy Pelosi's husband or something earlier that day on his Instagram or something, a <laughs> selfie, yeah. nephew or something like that. Uh, anyways, he goes in the Capitol. He's in there. But th- this is the weird part. If you watch one of the other videos where they walk in and this cop is kind of acting oh, like, yeah. he's acting like, don't come in here. But then he's almost escorting, escorting them, them up, the, up steps. the steps. And interestingly enough, somebody's videoing him. The whole time and you can see on the other side of him there's a photographer another
1: camera guy yeah
0: then somebody that gets in the seat the main seat of the congress they're just like shouting in the seat there's a picture with somebody that's a photographer right above them taking shots of them
1: exactly what you would expect to see if something is actually being breached <laughs> right <laughs> so my thing is like who has a ca- i can see a guard standing there but a camera guy somebody videoing Come on yeah. now. And it's it's out there to be seen. So we're yeah, not making man. this up, people. We're, I promise you, we've seen this footage.
0: And so, and then we we saw another video. Now, a lot of these, if you want to go, there's a guy, there's a, a ton of people have posted this. Since we're just doing audio, I didn't want to, you know, pull all these videos. But you can go on uh, John Harris, J-O-N Harris, um, Conversations That Matter on YouTube. He's got a couple videos. He was there as well. But he collected all these videos on um, one or two uh, videos. So go and check those out and you can see them for yourself. But there's an, also a guy who actually saw the vans pull up with Antifa. He saw them get out. He's talking about that. Um, so, the, you know, all that to say is the, the the media narrative that's going out there is just it's completely faulty. We don't know. That's not to say that there aren't crazy people that are Trump supporters. But by and large, I mean, everybody we talked to out there, I can't think of anybody we talked to and and thought, man, they're off or they're crazy or they're wild. Um, Everybody we talked to personally seemed to be like the cream of the crop type people that were there for the country. They were really wanting to see um, the fraud be overturned. They wanted to see, you know justice done basically. Um, now may, could there have been some people in there as well that were really frustrated and felt like this is our one chance we got to go in there and do something about this or we're going to lose our country? Probably. So there are probably some people in that category. Um, how many of them, who they were, I don't know. Um, but, but I do, I do know for sure. I would say it's, you know, 90, 10, that there were Antifa was involved in leading a lot of these charges. Um, and so it's just not the case when you hear that stuff on the mainstream media. I just, again, I would recommend not even tuning in. Um, look at other sources, uh, One American News, Newsmax, uh, Epoch Times. Epoch Times was there, too. They were doing interviews mm-hmm. with people. Um, but, yeah, it's just, man, it's so it's so frustrating because they just keep spinning this stuff so bad. And they're using that as a pretext, of course, to do this whole big tech crazy thing that they're doing now with booting Trump off of Twitter, Facebook and Instagram booting Sidney Powell, Lynn Wood, mm-hmm. General Flynn. They're doing a purge of conservatives and they, they're really going nuts right now. And so, you know, parlor, it's still not super user friendly, but I just encourage you to go over there and follow. Trump's not on there, but Lynn Wood, uh, Sidney Powell, General Flynn. There's a lot of fake accounts too. So you kind of got to sift through those, but um, you'll be able to keep up with what's going on, and um, praying into it. But yeah, man, it's uh,
1: it has begun.
0: It has begun. The purge is crazy. People are, you know, they're guys that are kind of in the know or, are real worried right now, honestly, about civil war. There, there's a lot of speculation. You know, the Trump put out that video after that. It sounded like a concession. Many people took it as he's conceding. Uh, but many other people who are good at, you know, kind of reading code words are Mm -hmm. saying, no, he's, he's using his words very carefully and he's not conceding. And he's actually, there's rumors of him being in Texas with the military and that they're considering different, um, insurrection act and, um, things like that, that they might pull. So just, you know, something to be on the lookout for, to be prayerful, be prepared, um, you know, you might want to get some water <laughs> and some uh, some food, you, can, and,
1: cause, you know, in all of this information. We encourage you to um, check out for yourself. You know, I think I, I remember having a conversation with a lady who um, vehemently expressed to me how much she had a disdain for Trump because she hated lies that he lies and lies and lies and lies. But she said to me that she only watches MSNBC that was the major source of news for her. And I said, OK, um, wow. And so oftentimes if if you follow those major news networks and that was your, that is your primary source of information, I just encourage you to get off that um, that path and just kind of contrast it with other. Um, news networks that are not mainstream i'm i'm not 'm the ones that Seth mentioned. I think it's time to recognize how much um the mainstream media has been lying to us and feeding us a narrative story that is just not true mm. it's just not true, and so um it's something to experience it firsthand it's another thing to kind of you know hear about it and 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 you know you be told and then you just kind of like too lethargic to check it out for yourself or you might just give up news altogether. But doesn't mean that there isn't good news out there. And I just say, um, we've been lied to and we're still being lied to and not only that, when you consider that big tech censorship has, um, I think last year, deleted uh, our president's uh, tweets about 200 times. But has done it to other leaders zero times. Um, that's something to consider. This is when you really process that so when they're kind of deleting accounts that are patriotic and, and Christian in nature, that means they don't want your voice heard. they don't want that voice heard. and so I think that's some I think it has begun. the censorship, I think the whole um, fear and talk of socialism or communism they have started that process of shutting down voices that they think should not be heard
0: yeah this is right out of the communist color revolution playbook and hey well thanks so much for joining us for this week's throwback episode hope you guys enjoyed it please subscribe give us a review if you don't mind help us get the word out and we will uh catch you guys next week for all new episodes hopefully coming your way so see you then